Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Bismillah walhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Qala rabbi shahli sadri wa yasirli amri Wahlul uqtatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma zidna ilma All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Peace and salutations upon Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam his family, his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. We welcome each and every one of you. And after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides none can misguide and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala misguides none can guide my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam each and every one of us we are anticipating the month of Ramadan and each and every single one of us as some form of excitement, some form of happiness that is currently going through us. Maybe more for some than others. And it is through this month of Ramadan that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He opens each and every single Muslim's heart that he put something there that makes us get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you speak to people, and just the other day I was speaking to a brother, and he says to me, you know, Sheikh, um, I wasn't a practicing Muslim. I, I did this and I did that and a lot of things and he says then when Ramadan entered Ramadan came and he says I was that type of Muslim I'll just fast in the month of Ramadan but as for Salah and everything else you know make one day go Jummah skip whatever and he says that Ramadan came and when they sighted the moon I went to Masjid and I made Maghrib and I stayed for Tarawih and I came home and I said to myself you know what I'm going to try to go to the masjid for every salah just for this month of Ramadan. Says after Ramadan, you know, the day of Eid come and then we can go back to our old habits. And he says that Allah made it such that he never missed a single salah in Jama'ah in the masjid during that month of Ramadan. And he said when the day of Eid came, he said for the first time in his life he found himself on the day of Eid in the masjid for Fajr and he said after he stayed for Eid Salah and then he went home and did what he needed to do and when it came to Salah to Dhuar he says lo and behold he found himself in the masjid again he says Sheikh it's been eight years and I've only missed Salah to Jama'ah twice <coughs> so how did this start? this all started with an intention that when the month of Ramadan starts, I'm going to change just one thing in my life, whatever it might be. Whether it's something small, 
where there's something big. And this is the first advice. When welcoming the month of Ramadan, as Amir al-Mu'minin Umar ibn Khattab, who was the second Khalifa of Islam, he says, and this is found in Tafsir ibn Kathir, he says, Hasibu anfusakum. He says, take stock of yourself. Qabla antu hasibu. Before stock will be taken of you. So there's still a few days left of the month of Sha'ban. Take some time out before you go sleep at night. Have some free time in the day. You're waiting for the next lecture. Ask yourself. Take a pen. Take out your phone. Jot down some points. Take stock of yourself. Because no one else can do this except ourselves. And the second important point with welcoming the month of Ramadan is turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance. And this goes for everyone. For each and every single Muslim. As the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, he informed us and he said, Kullu bani Adam khatta'oon wa khayra khatta'in attawabun. That all the children of Adam, every single one of us, we have some form yani, of sin. Some more apparent, some not so apparent. I generally, we as human beings, you know, we always think of the big things. Okay, Alhamdulillah, I don't drink. Alhamdulillah, I don't gamble. Alhamdulillah, I don't do zina. Right? But we never ever look at those small things. Maybe I lie. Maybe I backbite. Maybe I look at something I'm not supposed to look at. Maybe I listen to something I'm not supposed to listen to. And this is why the Prophet says that all the children of Adam, every single one of them, they are sinners, but the best of them is who? The one that turns back to Allah Azza wa And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in Surah Al-Tahrim, and he says, Ya ayyuhal amanu, Tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha. O you who believe, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a sincere repentance. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud was a companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He would say, Whenever Allah says, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu. So this is for us as believers especially. When Allah says, Ya ladina amanu, Allah is speaking to the believers. When Allah says, Ya nas, then Allah speaks to the whole of humanity. I Jew, Christian, Hindu, atheist, he, she, it, whatever they want to be. But Allah speaks to every single person. But Ya ladina amanu, and this comes 90 times in the Quran. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu. And the last 
Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu iz in suratu tahrim ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu tubu ila Allah tawbatan nasuha So after all the advices Allah gives you in the Quran the last one what does he say O oh, you who believe turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a sincere repentance The third point with welcoming the month of Ramadan and that is Fasting is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَقَدْ ثَبَتَ فِي الصَّحِيحَيْنِ عَنْ أَبِي وَرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالْ قَالَ اللَّهُ كُلُّ عَمَلٍ إِبْنِ آدَمْ لَهُ إِلَّا الصِّيَامِ This is a hadith kutsi. A hadith kutsi is when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed me or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Kullu, all the actions of the son of Adam is for him or herself illa siyam except fasting so this brings a bit of a question mark that so isn't my salah for the sake of Allah isn't my hajj for the sake of Allah my recitation of Quran my adhkar and the answer is yes everything is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but why does Allah specifically mention siyam fasting because then Allah says فَإِنَّهُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجَزِبِ that this is for me and I reward it so again another question might come up so doesn't Allah reward me for salah doesn't Allah reward me for making dua doesn't Allah reward me for giving sadaqah the answer is yes so the ulama they explain that siyam your fasting and I'm going to give you an example to make it a bit more clearer someone wakes up in the morning and his mother or her mother prepares the iftar or they prepare the, the suhoor afwan and they go and they eat so mashallah the mother thinks what a pious child you know the child is fasting the whole day and the child comes to campus or goes to work and 10 o'clock comes and he sees you know mashallah tabarakallah everyone is eating and he also decides to go buy a sandwich right like they say in Cape Town he eat after he pack so he goes and he does that then he goes he rinses his mouth you know mouth is dry again he comes home time for iftar he even sits he makes dua and that and the parents think mashallah what a pious child who knows besides himself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he broke his fast so this is the explanation of this hadith this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifies the month of Ramadan that only truly you and Allah knows if you are really fasting and they say that siyam fasting is one of those ibadah that it is extremely free from showing off from riyah and I can make salah here now I can read the whole surah Baqarah for you mashallah right you think ah what a pious man and on a lighter note one of the mashayikh they narrated this to us when we were studying and they said that there was a man and he was making salah in the masjid and whilst he's making salah he's hearing two people speak to the, each other and the one says to the other one you know mashallah look this man is pious, he takes his time, he has khushu, 
humbleness in his salah, etc. So when he makes the salam, he says to them, oh, and by the way, I am fasting as well. So this shows you how that fasting, actually no one can see that you are fasting besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the next point, with regards to welcoming the month of Ramadan, is that this month of Ramadan is a month of ibadah. It is a month of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we look at the next hadith, we can exactly see why. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Al-umratu fi Ramadan ta'adilu hajjan ma'i. That making an umrah, going on the minor pilgrimage, during the month of Ramadan, the reward of this, the Prophet says, is making hajj with me. So this shows you the importance of the month of Ramadan. The month of Ramadan, right, and we're all familiar with the verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an hudan lil-nasi wa bayhinati min al-huda wal-furqa. That the month of Ramadan is the month of the Qur'an. Yani this is the month in which the Qur'an was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is not the month, right? Obviously, please, besides your studying and that which you need to do, this is not the month, yani for novels or for anything else, right? Leave alone the series now, leave alone Netflix. Right, try to stay away from Facebook, from Instagram, TikTok, right, whatever you find. And focus on the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right, you, again, as I mentioned, we have a few days before Ramadan. Right, when the exam period comes, about two or three weeks, right, and a month, for those that alhamdulillah are more intelligent than myself, they will sit and they will plan. That I have four subjects, I have five subjects, each subject consists of three, four hundred pages right, that needs to be studied. So they would work out a timetable. Ramadan, yani, it only comes once a year. It's either 29 days or it's 30 days. As Allah says, Ayyaman ma'adudat. That it's specific time. But how do we plan for Ramadan? Do we actually sit? Right, I'm still a student. I don't have a car. Right, I got a cheap cell phone. So, you know, I can only afford maybe 500 rand to give sadaqah. It's just an example. So work it out. Day one, I'm going to give 10 rand, 20 rand. Day two, I'm going to give so much. I'm going to read so much of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to read three pages after every salah. Right, so generally, we in South Africa, we use what they call the Indo-Pak print. So that consists of 13 lines on one page. And the prints generally used in the Arab Peninsula has 15 lines. So I'm basing this on the 
15 line copy of the Quran, the Mus'haf. That if you read four sides in the 15 line print, after every salah, you will finish one khatam in the month of Ramadan. Because sometimes what happens in the month of Ramadan is that when the first night comes, you read three ajizah. MashaAllah, you finish the whole surah Baqarah. Right, next day come, okay, the, you know, the vigor is still there, you read the whole Ali Imran. Come to the tenth day, when we look again, you're still busy with Surah Nisa. Why? Because this is human nature. If we're not used to something, and we start off with a bang, we're just going to be like that, soda water bottle. When you open the soda water bottle, what happens? Or you open the Coke after it's been shaken, what happens? The gas comes up. It goes out and afterwards there's no gas. So we shouldn't welcome Ramadan like that. And one should save one's energy to win to the last 10 nights of Ramadan. And I'm obviously not going to speak about that because there will be other speakers that will come in Juma and they will focus more on that. I would like to end off with a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. An Abi Hurairah radiyallahu anhu qal, Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, he said, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا كَانَ أَوَّلُ لَيْلَةٍ مِنْ شَهْرِ Ramadan, That when the first night of Ramadan arrives, when the mancakers go and they go look for the moon and they say that the moon has been sighted. That the shayalteen and the maratatul jinn they are chained up. And the doors of Jahannam they are shut. فَلَمْ يُفْتَحْ مِنْهَا بَابٌ And for this whole month of Ramadan, for the whole month of Ramadan, none of these doors are opened. وَفُتِّحَتْ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ فَلَمْ يُغْلَقُ مِنْهَا بَابٌ And the doors of Jannah are open for the whole month. And none of the doors of Jannah are shut. وَيُنَادِي مُنَادٍ And a caller calls out يَا بَاغِيَ الْخَيْرِ أَقْبِلْ And a caller calls out O seeker of good O seeker of good أَقْبِلْ Come close وَيَا بَاغِيَ الشَّرْ أَقْصِرْ And O seeker of evil Stay away don't come close. Walillahi utaqa'u minan nar. And Allah frees slaves from the fire of Jahannam. Wadalika kulla laylatin. And this is every single night. So, this hadith, if you forgot whatever I spoke about in this khutbah, remember this hadith. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees slaves from the fire of Jahannam 
every single night during the month of Ramadan. So seek closeness to Allah. Seek forgiveness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last point, something to ponder about. Allah starts off the verses about Ramadan. Right? Some homework. Verse 183, Surah Al-Baqarah. And in the next two or three verses, Allah speaks about Ramadan and the fiqh of Ramadan, etc. In the middle of this, in the middle of this, Allah says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي أَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That when my slave asks, then say, my slave asks you, O Muhammad, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Say that I am closer to him, أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَنْ and I answer the call of the one that calls out. The month of Ramadan is the month of dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing, is all seen. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever needs you have. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us reach the month of Ramadan. How many people wished to be to reach this month of Ramadan, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took them away. If there was any khair and good from this talk, then this is only from the grace and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If there was any mistakes or any errors, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is free from that. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.